Hello and welcome to the Tez My Best Teacher podcast. I'm your host, Dan Worth. Today's guest is comedian Tim Vine, famed for his rapid-fire one-liners, puns and wordplay. We chat about the teachers that played a big role in his life. It was a very strange sort of mix of incredibly strict, but very, very popular. Why he has several items from his old school in his house. I actually took the furniture home with me. Tim does an incredible impression of a former teacher. And he'd go, uh, ah, right, fine, up here. And I try out a joke on the king of one-liners himself. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> All that and lots more on the new My Best Teacher podcast from Tez. Tim, thank you so much for taking part in the Tez My Best Teacher podcast. Um, it's an absolute pleasure, Dan. What a pleasure to talk about teachers. Yeah, I know, absolutely. And I think where better place to start than why don't you tell everyone who was your best teacher or were there many best teachers? Well, do you know what? I've, I've, for a while, I've, I've had the same best teacher and I don't think it'll ever change. And his name was Mr Moss. And he was an English teacher at Aberdour School in Burheath, where I was mm. from, I guess, about, um, I think probably about five till 13 or something like that. Um, but what I remember about him particularly is that uh, I, I used to, when I was about 12, I'd written these these sort of silly plays and I cast all my my classmates in it. And then I put it onto the school. It was, it was an ego out of control down, to be honest. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and, and one time, and I, I just remember it because it was such an encouraging thing to do. Um, Mr. Moss walked into the English lesson and said, today we will rehearse Tim's play. So that was, you know, mm. he, he offered up the whole lesson to rehearsing this nonsense that I thought was a, a uh, you know, an epic like Ben-Hur or something. When yeah. I put it onto the school, it was over by eight, eight minutes after I started it finished. And I was thinking, I'm sure it's going to be longer than that. Well, I hadn't worked out how to make things a bit longer. Mm. <laughs> And I suppose that, yeah, that, so he was great. that moment of doing that, like you said, that in some ways another teacher who could have sort of just dismissed the idea, that might have sent you down a completely different path. But it sounds like that was a real moment of, oh, what I've got can, can mean something to people. And did that sort of keep you going? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that he was the uh, the only person or, mm. or that was the a sort of massively pivotal moment. But it's the fact that I remembered it. I think when you're, I think when you're a child and you've got your dreams and silly ideas and 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 it's validated by an adult it's it is a great moment isn't it and particularly you know we all respect our teachers and um you know so coming from him it was great yeah and another great teacher i had but in, in the, the school after that which was uh, epson college uh stephen oliver who was also my english teacher and um he runs a thing called the uh, banstead arts festival which is near me and so i i have occasionally taken part in that but whenever i see Stephen, i do i call him Stephen, but probably also half the time i call him sir you know because it just feels like hello sir you know yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. feels like that's the right thing to be doing and then especially when you have the the, the, the particularly scary uh, scary teachers and then you think god this person is you know you know then it's very hard to say anything other than sir you know we, we had a, a, a teacher called mr squibs in uh, at epsom college and uh, he was a brilliant teacher, but he didn't suffer fools gladly. So I got on the wrong side of him a couple of times, just through my joie de vivre in lessons. You know, mm. he was a French teacher, um, and he he had came along to a couple of uh, oh yeah, no, he was a French teacher then. That was an accidental joke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> a classic. Tim he Vine. taught me something, didn't he? Look yeah. at that. <laughs> I probably learned that from him. Um, no, but I remember a thing when he said he was talking about when you put an e or an s on the end of words, and 
whether you know if you put an it's something to do with the fact that you know if the word is feminine you put an e on and if it's plural you put an s on and he then he asked the question if you if it's 35 women uh what do you what do you put on the end of the the word and i put my hand up and i said 35 e's and one s <laughs> which got a very big laugh from the uh from my uh pupils fellow pupils but he didn't like that but anyway he was a he was he was a very strange sort of mix of incredibly strict but very very popular everybody loved his lessons he was really a fantastic uh, teacher mm. um and i and i bumped into him at a gig locally and it was uh, hello sir thank you sir <laughs> <laughs> And so generally then, were you a sort of, were you quite engaged at school? Were you a good student? Did you do the work on time? Or were you always trying to sort of get that laugh and a little bit wayward? I, I think I was probably, I'm looking at old reports and stuff. It was, it was, they, they pretty much, most of them say he needs to, you know, now's the time to stop messing about and knuckle down and get on with it. Or he's a bit of a dreamer and, you know, he's, so I think I was a, a yeah, I was quite, I was a very happy boy, really. I made a lot of, friends and stuff and, and really for me school was mainly about that and, and uh, um just having a laugh you know mm. um so i did i did i think probably the um the, what was required of me but i don't think i i pushed to be a i certainly didn't push to be a you know straight a student or anything like that i just mm. just got on with it and it was i wasn't driven in that way you know but it's difficult, isn't it? Because if your teachers are telling you time to knuckle down and get serious, and then you go and have a career which is anything but serious and is all about levity and fun and, and being, you know, yes, being the comedian, yeah, no. it kind of shows that well, actually, you were right to keep doing what you did. No, well, I know exactly, and is that it's funny that in actual fact, I, I was getting ready for the world of work by messing about, you know, but um, yeah, but I do see that in, in most people, in most cases, um people are just messing around they're not messing around because they're practicing to be a comedian and i wasn't aware i was doing that at the time <laughs> you know? no. but i mean i what the, the best thing i had in a school report was from uh, my housemaster uh, roy moody his name was very good housemaster and that he was um, that was also at epson college and he actually said summing up a term looking at, at the at all the different teachers telling me to stop messing about he said this great rather prophetic thing um tim should uh, tim should stop but something like tim just stop being a uh, spend too much time being a clown he should he should remember that sometimes what you you uh what, no, stop acting the clown yeah, tim should stop acting the clown sometimes you should remember what you act you sometimes end up becoming that's what it was mm. and i thought well that's exactly what happened wasn't it i acted the clown <laughs> and became a clown <laughs> you know he basically, he basically just predicted it And so looking at school more generally then, I mean, was there a sort of particularly a lesson that you particularly loved or loathed? You know, was there something that, I mean, was English the sort of one that really resonated with you or was it, was it something else? Well, English was, I think English was something that was was easy at least, you know. But it, but even then, I mean, uh, um, I I was, a, you know, somebody who messed about a lot. Um, there was there was another English teacher. It's funny how I'm gravitating towards English teachers. So maybe it is English is my favourite subject. Uh, Laddie Lang, his name was. Um, I can't remember what his actual first name was, but he was called Laddie. Lad, that was his nickname, Laddie Lang. Now he was brilliant as well. Also, also you know, strict. You didn't sort of mess about, but you wouldn't want to. He just he, he brought his dog in Jack, who would sit sit there next to him, and um, 
and he just talk about stuff and it's just it was just a gripping lesson you know mm. he was just a br brilliant and he would and he would say stuff as well where he'd go you know when you die no one can hold your hand when you die you know you, you have to do that on your own you know things like that and you think you know when you're a boy listening to this you think blimey <laughs> this is all very dramatic <laughs> yeah <laughs> but clearly um, again like memorable we we're going to be reading Enid Blyton <laughs> <laughs> but he was great yeah and uh but, but I mean, I found that sort of lesson, I found English easier. Um, maybe English is an easier subject. I don't know. It probably is. Whereas something like physics um, and maths, I suppose, as well. Although my dad was a mathematician. So, you know, I wasn't bad at maths, actually. But, but maybe physics. I don't think I had terribly, terribly exciting um, physics teachers, actually. And when, when I look back at it, I think, you know, Bunsen burners and test mm -hmm. tubes, that ought to be very exciting, wouldn't it? Well, absolutely. I was. I think so. My time at school, English, I found exciting, and and, yeah. and science, I, I never could quite get my head around. But so you look back, you think, yeah, it's yeah. experiments, explosions, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and biology and stuff. It's fascinating. I mean, but the, the human body and stuff. Now, I think I'd be utterly gripped by it. But uh, but at the time, blimey, I was looking out the window waiting for break. Mm. And yeah, I suppose some English teachers must know how difficult it is to get children enthused by you know a fellow or whatever it might be. And if they get pupils that enjoy it that's great but it must be just equally as hard the other way around but i say things yeah i mean shakespeare wasn't desperately easy was it as a as a child because it it doesn't it's not immediately understandable so you have that extra bit of work to do with it i'll tell you something else i've got in my house i've just realized that that the 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 uh the place i went to abadour the first school well, actually it was the second second school but the um the one that i was talking about before um they had a, a science lab and at a certain point, they got rid of all the stools in the science lab and said, if anyone wants them. And I've actually got two of the uh, science lab stools still to this day. I use them all the time, actually, very handy for putting props and things on. Yeah, is, is that the ones that go up and then they have like a hole in the middle and it's sort of two? Like, no, they were nothing as, nothing as exciting as that. No, they're, they're, they're just small um, stools that are about just four metal legs and a round top. Hmm. Probably worth something. All that kind of old industrial, you know, schooling stuff. It's really worth something to someone. Not that you well, I painted it. But... I painted it as well to, because I I took it up to Edinburgh. I took it up to Edinburgh for a show because they're so handy, you know, for for using as for sitting on and things. You know, well, clearly that's why I was. I didn't invent sitting on stools that already <laughs> existed. In fact, in fact, I'm sitting on. Uh, is this from there? Is this from there as well? You're not in the school, are you? <laughs> I've broken into the science lab. Okay, I started to be honest about it. That's why I thought we'd just do this with audio and not with video, because otherwise it incriminates me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the, I think that this stall I'm sitting on may also have come from the school. Um, and I'm sitting at a lectern, actually, uh, uh, to be honest with you as well. Which I don't know where, I think my sister got this lectern from, um, she was working at a church and they were getting this and stuff and she had and she, then, then she said i don't want this lecture anymore so so i'm sitting at a lecture it's like i'm so, it's like charles dickens back yes there. you're not wearing the hat with the little tassel <laughs> coming down and <laughs> yeah that yeah oh, that's wonderful well another you know big revelation on the, the tez podcast here that um tim tim has much of his school in his own house which is great i actually took the furniture home with me that's yes. how much i love my school <laughs>
on, on a sort of another couple of school questions then, I mean, are there any yes. sort of good memories you have of, of sort of school trips or days out that they, the school ran and that sort of things like that that you did that were, I don't know, amusing? Or, well, we or had, I, I was, it's, it's sort of hard to remember school trips, isn't it? But I do remember, um, I remember we, the first, Aberdour School, there was a few sort of um, teachers who were very much in the 70s. There were a few teachers who, who, had, who had fought during the war and, uh, and they had kept their titles. So we had Colonel Scott was one of our teachers and uh, Major Metherell was another one. And um, Major Metherell, who used to go, ah, right, up here, um, <laughs> before giving you the slipper, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and he was a great character. Um, ah, right, fine, up here. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you were saying earlier about everyone should do an impression of their teacher and you'd never know if it was yes, good or not, I but I, I feel I like I mean, fact, yeah. you couldn't make that up. <laughs> He used to do this amazing thing. Before I tell you about the school trip, he used to do this thing, Major Medrell, where he'd, uh, if someone had been um, messing about, he had a slipper with him, a gym shoe, you know, and he'd go, uh, ah, right, fine, up here. Right. And, <laughs> so, so he, and then he'd, he'd take you out of the class and, and beat you with a slipper, right? Uh, maybe like three times. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Um, but... He always took witnesses as well. So he'd go, well, after he'd gone right up here, he'd then go, oh, right, witnesses. Right. And then every rest of the class would all leap to their feet with their hands. Misa, 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 Misa. And he'd go, at you, at you. Like he pointed two people and you'd go out as well. He'd take witnesses out. It's a strange quirk that is. So you'd go out of the, uh, out of the classroom. And if you were the witness, you'd literally stand in front of the guy's face, rubbing your hands together, while he was the other end, um, hitting him with a gym shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Explain I mean, that. That's a different era, isn't it, of schooling that? It's a different, I mean... different, different era, yeah. But he was quite, at the same time, he was quite forward-thinking to, uh, to make sure he, uh, he, he covered himself by having witnesses. But, I mean, what, you know, he they were witnessing that he was carrying out corporal punishment. So, I mean... Is that a good yes, thing? but not crossing a line that not was crossing the, a line, the line yeah. that at the time in the seventies would have been if he'd come out there and you know I don't know remove one of my teeth with a plier you know mm -hmm. that 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 sort of thing yeah so, more Victorian era punishment yeah <laughs> that was a few <laughs> that was a few years before but anyway the school trip I was going to say we went to um, the Imperial War Museum and it was about I think it was only about I seem to remember it as only being a small group of us, actually, maybe four or five of us, but maybe it was more than that. But Major Medrell was with us. And um, the thing that's most memorable about that is that some boys from another school were there and they started sort of, you know, being a bit mouthy towards us, you know. And uh, and we were, we were walking out. I remember us walking out of the of the Imperial War Museum. I don't remember anything of the actual exhibit. <laughs> I remember we were walking in the garden and these kids were sort of walking along, sort of taunting us. And I was walking next to Major Medrell. And again, this is a different era, what I'm about to say now. And he turned to me and he said, ah, you can fight, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you know what? I remember at the time being terribly middle-class and from Cheam thinking, Oh, not really. I'd rather not. We can, you know, I thought, you know, I'm 11. There was nothing. It never came to that. But uh, it, uh, that's the, so the, if, if it had actually turned into a fight, I would remember that. But that's the bit I remember. And I think that the, the boys just left us alone and it never, but I think he was thinking, ah, right, right, ah, right, go. <laughs> 
Uh, Brilliant. You don't, you don't uh, yeah. hear of teachers with with military titles so much anymore. I suspect that was a hangover of well of, of the war, obviously, but probably he's sort of yeah. Mainly and Colonel gone. Scott used to sh Colonel Scott used to show us um, on his arm um, the 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 opposite side of the elbow. What's that called? No. Oh, I think it's it's the opposite name, side of the elbow. The no, it hasn't really, has it? Well, I mean, we did, we, obviously called, biology lessons didn't impact us. This is the problem, isn't it? We don't know. I'm sure biology teachers. No, exactly. Let's call it the let's call it the tailbow. In that little bit op opposite, in the tailbow bit, um, there was a big scar there, and he used to show us where the shrapnel had gone in there and come out the other side. You know, so you know, so extraordinary, really. Um, and, and so I suppose last question, and, and you sort of covered this a little bit by talking about the slipper incident, but did you ever end up, end, yes. end up in detention at school? Were you, ever, were you ever that unruly or do you sort of just... Yeah, I, I did. A, yeah, I did a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and do you know what? I, I always found it... Um, I, I was never... I, I was very... I wanted to mess about because it was just came naturally to me. But I always found it a bit deflating, actually, when I was punished for my... Um, you know, high spirits, if you see what I mean. Mm. I always found that a bit, the, the I could never quite put those two things together because to me, I was enjoying my life and having a laugh. And um, <clears throat> so to be sent out of a lesson and made just to stand outside or something or go to detention or write lines and things like Because I knew my mum and dad didn't really want that, you know. Mm. I mean, I was, listen, I wasn't, uh, I, I was just, you know, I was just messing about really. I was never a, terribly badly behaved student but i just my dad was always saying that tim you know you, you've got to you know to go put some real effort in this term you know i just never really quite tried because i was having i just was quite laid back i suppose generally yeah but i mean that, that doesn't sound like like you said, it sounds like you were getting called up for things that were just not that problematic really it was more like the rules no exactly that, that's why I, I kind of yeah and also so, sometimes there would be some teachers who really were properly wound up by my messing about. And then other teachers who sort of went with the flow and, and enjoyed it. But that, you know, different teachers react in different ways to different boys, don't they? So it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, no, sure. I remember at school, by primary school, I was in, I went to school in Cornwall and we were near a, an airfield, air base, you know, every year yeah. a show. And I got told off and sent to, had to go and stare at the wall because I kept looking out the window at the helicopters going past. And even now, I think <laughs> yeah. how mean, you know, a small boy seeing helicopters, you know, going past his school window. How, of course, he's yeah, going to exactly. be distracted and a bit excited. And to send him and not let him look out yeah. the window, it seems a very sort of, oh, it seems a bit mean, doesn't it, looking back? But no, I no, I agree, yeah. And I think, and this is a bit of a broad statement, but I think, and maybe this isn't even true, but, but perhaps it might, in my, my era, maybe, or just in my school, the teachers that, that got the most trouble from the students were obviously, were, were often the slightly less good teachers shall we say mm. <laughs> but uh, that would be unfair to say that now i think because it's you know by the sound of it secondary school is crowd control these days isn't it <laughs> well yeah that's a whole other topic but i mean it, it, you talk yeah. with school though with a real sort of it sounds like ultimately though you had a very you enjoyed your time at school and you look back with fond memories i did i really did yeah and and, and and you know some people say oh god you know i hate it and I, I just i did i genuinely loved it and i actually i even remember that when i was at epsom college um I can, I can actually remember saying to myself consciously that, you know, make the most of this, it's just, you know, because it's, you know, one more year, it's over sort of thing, or one of those type of things. So, mm -hmm. so I loved it. Yeah, I really did love it. Oh, and, it and, I've, and I still, you know, I still 
have friends that I made from those days. I mean, <clears throat> I have a friend, uh, two, two of my very good friends, uh, Jason and Joe, who were who I met when I was 13, when I joined at uh, Epsom College. And we still go out for a meal once every, you know, couple of weeks. Mm. And, um, and, and Jason, who was my best friend at, at, at school then, I mean, I still take the mickey out of him a, a little bit because of, of how we first met, because he came up to me on that first day at school and said, uh, um, can I walk up to lessons with you? <laughs> so that's, so we're, I, I, I remark, you know, his wife finds that hilarious. You know? So you're always the sort of the, uh, the lead in the well, also that Well, I don't know what it was. Well, this previous school, we all called each other by our surnames as well. So they had this very strange uh, period early on where I would, he was called Jason Lines, still is. And uh, I would call him Lines and he'd call me Tim. It was like, it was like, you know, it was, Looking back at it, it was like I was talking to him like he was my butler. <laughs> Tim, yes, lines. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because me, me and my friends all, all refer to each other by our surname. I don't know what that's the type of school we went to, or just something for some reason with the yeah, surname, really, sort yeah. of more punchy yeah. to say something like worth. It has a more of a punchy. Yes, connection. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. There is a bit of that. I still have a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, excellent. No, it's, it's lovely to hear. And like I say, but from from the teachers and, and the friendships you made, and the sort of even that awareness of enjoying school, I expect teachers would wish mm. most children would have that view because like they said they know that much as many children think they hate school actually when you look back you know you clock off at 3 30 um what's not to like mm. but it doesn't yeah well in my second school i was i was a day boarder so actually far from 3 30 for me i was actually uh would my dad would drop me at school at quarter to nine and then i would be picked up again at quarter to nine in the evening i'd stay for i'd stay for supper and then i'd also uh stay for um whatever the sort of prep after that and mm. then go go home after that so i mean other than getting into a bed in a dorm i was pretty much there all the time oh uh, right i see so yeah because not, not quite the same then but but yeah you weren't boarding all the time but longer school days day, day border no i wasn't yeah. i was never boarding i was yeah. it, was, it was called a day border just because i think you had supper there i think yeah I think I, I pre-warned you before we started recording that I thought yes. I can't be on a podcast interview with Tim Vine and not try out <laughs> a joke that I've written. Oh, yes. Many well, you've written one. Well, it's a, it's a one-liner and I've always thought yes. it was kind of all right. And I can't even... Did you write any... it though? Yeah, I wrote it. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, I'm not, this isn't plagiarism. Um, this is... No, 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 no I'm, I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Okay, excellent. So here is the joke. Right. The German Spoonerism Championships are off to a Stuttgart. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That's very good. Thank you. Nothing I'm wrong glad... with that at all. Dan, there's nothing wrong with that at all. That's oh, thank you. I'm glad That's... I didn't mangle the delivery because that would be the problem. But... <laughs> That's great. I'm going to tell that to my tour manager after this, uh, after this interview. He'll enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can have the that. German one. Spoonerism championships are off to a Stuttgart <laughs> very good thank you and so presumably you just looked at the word Stuttgart and thought or did you actually did you, how did you stumble on that joke I, I don't, sort of no, I don't say know it wrong way around? yeah I don't know I think um I've, I've got a, a friend of mine called Dave and we do a lot of we read like word playing gags and doing things like yeah. inverting the first letters you know so um I don't know, like a, yeah. Ford, a Ford Mondeo becomes Maud Fondeo as a name you know yeah, things yeah, like that yeah. or um there are loads of things that like, you just switch to the set and you, you get funny things come out of it. And I guess I just yeah. thought, I'm also seeing the word Stuttgart, I thought, good start, called her off to a good start. And there it came. So I don't know. 
analysis of what's Joe. great but what's great about wordplay is that that um i mean i've seen the word stuttgart many many times that's never ever occurred to me it's, it's always stuff out there isn't there there's always it's all around you words yeah. great. Well, I've, i always have one of your jokes where you say um i used to file my nails but then i thought what's the point in keeping them what's the point of keeping them yeah that's, that's so good <laughs> Well, there you oh, go. I, I used to do that. I used to have. I used to do as. Um, I used to have a, a nail prop as well, where I had a really long fingernail on my, on my little finger. I can't remember what the joke was. But I remember I always used to walk on with this thing tucked up my sleeve, so that when I put my finger out, it would have like a one foot fingernail on it. You know. We can't. Think I can't remember what the joke about it was. But it was, <laughs> but it was around. But I, the only reason I know is it because. Um, yeah, what was it? But it was I but used to do it with that joke. I so I used to do I used to find when I was when I thought what's the point of keeping them. Um and then I did that joke as well at the same time just find out what it was. That's no use to you at all, is it really? Well, it, I, mean, I guess the listeners can try and work out for themselves and tweet and put yeah. and, and tell what the answer was. Oh but... I know apparently apparently um um apparently one of your nails grows quicker than the other with me, it's that one or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, a good prop gag, yeah. Not as punchy as your Stuttgart one, that one, was it? It took me a long time to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I did, feel, I did, you know, I'd, I'd sort of known I was going to throw a joke. That's true. Yeah. I didn't tell you to come alone with jokes, but you did. No, that's true, you didn't. Yes. Yeah. If Munich could be the food of love, yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> you just came up with that just like that, I mean. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I, I was thinking about German towns. <laughs> Hanover and That one I've had for a while, but it, it's never really worked. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You can you can have the Stuttgart one if you want. <laughs> well, you. I don't know. Oh well, that would be amazing. Well, I mean, yeah, you, can you sell jokes to comedians? Is that how it works, or would you just get like the? Yes. How much would you like for that? Oh, I don't know. What what's the what's the going rate for a one liner these days? I don't know. I don't really buy them. Really, I tend to <laughs> I write them. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> seems a bit inappropriate, really, selling jokes to Tim Vine. Well, this is what the whole reason for this has been. This has been leading up to this moment. Hasn't it? <laughs> I'm retiring on this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a diff. This is a totally different podcast you've come up with. This could be another podcast. Selling like my jokes by Dan Worth. <laughs> It'd be a one-episode podcast, and <laughs> this is it. Well, no, in fact, what you do is you, you you call it what what's what's my joke worth, and then you play on your name and everything, and it's in the, that's the name of the podcast. Oh, that is what's my good. joke worth? What's my joke worth? Yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, I think we've gone wildly off topic here, but I think overall, though, <laughs> thank you so much for your uh, well, firstly for your positive response to my joke, but more more importantly to your insights on school and, and your memories on school. It's really lovely stuff, and I think you know, listeners have really enjoyed that. And um, yeah, great to have you part of the podcast. And um, you, you're touring next year with uh, uh, an Elvis themed show. Is that right? Yes. I've, well, I, I it's uh, it keeps we obviously these uncertain times. We keep the dates getting pushed back and pushed back, and now it's sort of a twenty date tour. It seems to be sort of spread across the whole of next year. So so who knows exactly. Uh, um when that'll happen but yeah plastic elders um come along dan i'll get you a ticket oh i'd love to be there that sounds great it's great fun excellent well again thank you so much and um look forward to speaking again and, and maybe seeing some uh some of your show next year it's been a stuttgart hasn't it <laughs> it has indeed <laughs> <laughs>